witchcraft, the occult, extremist beliefs, murder. Tune in to Rogue Darkness each Friday and join host Raven as I uncover horrific crimes committed under the misconceptions and misunderstandings of witchcraft and other belief systems. I'll cover a wide range of crimes involving ritualistic killings and extremist beliefs to cult persuasion and supposed possession. Anything and everything that borders the line of horrifying. There's always three sides to a story. Side A, Side B, and then the truth. Let's uncover the truth together and explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. Available wherever you get your podcast fix, simply by searching Rogue Darkness. Raw Truth, stories of female infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does ponder actually mean? Well, according to the dictionary, it means think about something carefully, especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion. Well, as you know, on the Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity podcast episodes, we allow women to share their stories in a non-judgmental way about why they stepped out of their relationships. But there are so many other interesting topics that we all need to learn from and not to judge right away. So let's talk about it now. Let's ponder. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to another episode of Let's Ponder on Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. You probably just heard at the very beginning of this episode a little promo for the Rogue Darkness podcast. If you get a chance, check it out. Um, I met this gal through networking with podcasting, and her Rogue Darkness, it says, exploring the darkness of mankind one crime at a time. And so she talks about different things like, of course, different kinds of murders and horrors, you know, if you're a true crime or um, a person who's really into different types of spooky things. Um, She even has where she's talking about banishing depression, and she calls that um, rituals with Raven. So they're not very long episodes, but I definitely feel you should check it out. Again, it's Rogue Darkness podcast. And the host and creator is Raven. And you can find her on Apple and where you get your podcasts. I follow her on Apple myself. So check it out. Let me know what you think. So yesterday was my birthday. I hit 49. Okay, I'm in my last year of my 40s. And I had a great day, even though my birthday took place on Friday the 13th. Um, the gentleman that I've been seeing since I lost my husband last year, his birthday is also Friday the 13th this year. He was actually born on August 13th, um, on a Friday and um, I was born on, of course, August 13th, but it was a Sunday. Um, of course we are different ages. He is about seven years older than I am. Um, we had a great day. 
It was great. I mean, it was fun in the fact that, you know, we woke up and we um, exchanged gifts. And um, that day I worked on a special cake I had started the night before. He is a retired U.S. Marine and he is still very much dedicated because once you retire, you're still a Marine always, I believe is something like they say. And so I had a special cake topper uh, printed, that edible ink stuff, and um, with some camouflage uh, side pieces uh, to go around the cake. And I got that about, I don't know, a month and a half ago, and I've been waiting. So he really likes carrot cake. I made carrot cake from scratch, two layer with cream cheese frosting, and I decorated it with the piping and everything. And I was actually impressed with myself that it actually turned out well. I've never been, I'm not always the most patient person. Um, so it's kind of hard to, you know, be creative in certain ways. But maybe as I'm getting older, it's changing. I don't know. But it turned out great. Um, and he loved it. And we went to a nice dinner. And we went and bought a bunch of scratch off, you know, scratch it lottery tickets just for fun. And it was a good, good day. And uh, a lot of people on uh, Facebook wished me a happy birthday. And thank you guys so much. It, it was good. You know, it's my first birthday without my husband. And uh, about, I don't know, two months ago, I was going through some things and I had actually found my birthday card from my husband last year. And, you know, instantly when I saw it, I just burst into tears. But I still have it. And, you know, it's just, it's just strange how life can change so quickly. And, you know, it's, time is moving on, but you can look back and say, gosh, you know, one year ago, I would have never thought this would be going on or, you know, so much, so much has, my life is completely different in 2021 than it was in 2020. Except for that damn COVID shit that's still hanging around. I don't know about you, but I hate wearing a mask all day at work. I just feel like it's too hot outside right now. And so I just feel like it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm probably preaching to the choir here. But anyway, on um, the note of my birthday, I've mentioned on previous episodes, and I've put it out there, I think on Facebook and Instagram, that I have that new tier for the Patreon. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, what it is, it's a... Um, subscription to the podcast on a different platform than the free instead of listening on Apple or Spotify or whatever, you sign up through Patreon, um, and you get typically extra content. So what happens is, is you guys that are listening just on the regular Apple or wherever, you're hearing about four episodes a month. Well, when you're a Patreon subscriber, you get two additional episodes a month. Um, and those are of the men that have um, gone through female infidelity, you know, when their wives or girlfriends cheated. And so they share that. Um, plus, you get my blooper reel. Um, that is always at the end of those two extra episodes. And um, instead of any promo ads, like at the beginning of this one, um, the Patreon version is not going to hear that because they don't, um, that's part of it that's ad free. Um, 
and they get the shows on Friday instead of Sunday. Well, with the new tier that I named, I love this podcast or something like that, it's $5 a month. Um, But what you get in addition to everything that I just mentioned, which was what, $3 a month. So this upgrade is $5 a month and you get all of that. Plus, um, I have a little bracelet that I'll send out that says no judgment. You get a, I hate to use this word, shout out, but basically I, it's what it is. Um, I let people know who you are just a little bit, (laughs) not too much, um, for the support of the show. And, um, during the month of August, because it is my birthday month, I have those little can koozies and one says on the one side, it says no judgment on the other side, seek to understand. Um, And it goes out, I will be having those available to purchase after August. But those people who uh, upgrade their existing Patreon in the month of August or sign up for that $5 level, will get that with their um, subscription. It's just my way of giving back and celebrating my birthday, celebrating you guys. So now that I've babbled on enough about that, and the Patreon people are probably like, okay, shut up any day, get on with the story. Um, I wanted to do those acknowledgements for my friends of the podcast, the people that are supporting and those that have recently either joined the $5 tier in their new with Patreon or have upgraded their existing Patreon. So first off, Carlos in El Paso, Texas. Thank you so much. Michelle in Louisville, North Carolina. And then Jay out in Newcastle, Delaware. There are a couple other people that signed up, but they opted to not um, have their name announced or anything like that. They didn't even want the extra goodies. They just wanted to support me. And those people who you know who you are, thank you. I'm not going to say your names, but thank you so much for your support and always being here. It's really appreciated. Okay, now let's get to the meat of the episode. Ha! Today we are going to talk about strange places people have had sex. And I put out that request and I got some great um, feedback on Twitter and Facebook and uh, through email. People were emailing it in. And uh, so we're going to go over that. But I, I wanted to look up and try and find some psychology behind it. What is it about it that people want to take that risk and... Uh, do it in places where they know they have the chance of being caught or what. And I really, really couldn't find anything. Um, Maybe I was Googling it wrong or something. But um, I did find this one. And it's on the men or mensxp.com, M-E-N-S-X-P.com website. And of course, I'll have that link uh, in the episode notes. But um, this is regarding, it says, Home Relationship Sex, updated on April 22nd, 2019. It's called 12 Women Share the Most Random Places They've Hooked Up Other Than Their Bed. And this was written by Robin Wood. Robin says, when it comes to sex, we surely love to experiment everything and anything in store, especially when the, quote, act is concerned. A lot of couples love to go a little extra to break the bed, but many other couples also love to break it out of the bed. Yep, sex nowadays isn't limited or constricted to the four walls of your house, you know. 
A lot of couples, uh, women especially, love to get out of the comfort zone and have sex at the weirdest, most bizarre places probable. I think apart from letting go of your comfort zone, sex outside of the bedroom is also thrilling and fulfills the fantasy of doing it in a public place. Maybe. And also the ghastly need to be viewed while doing it by outsiders. Most women actually like to take this leap of faith and are bold risk takers who like to get it on outside of the bedroom. So I rounded up 12 women and asked them what their favorite places to have sex apart from their bedroom was. And here's what they had to say. Number one, you can, quote, drive her crazy. I love doing it in the car. Be it making out or having sex, it's cramped, which I love and more intimate. Car makeout sessions usually happen post a date, so it's the most common spot to do it. Try having sex while your guy is driving around town. Totally doable. And that was by Smirity, age 30. Uh, S-M-R-I-T-I. I don't know how you say that. Number two, because life's not always a beach. The best place I've had sex till date is on a beach. I think that's why the cocktail is quite popular too, because it's one of the best places to do it. Which, sex on the beach, I've even had that drink. (laughs) The sand going in places it shouldn't is an absolute turn on. Ah! By Riddy, 28. Now, we could go either way with that sand stuff. Nothing will get me more than when my um, former mother-in-law told me about her experience and the sand. And I was in my 30s, and so she was probably in her late 50s, early 60s. I'm sure I look like a deer in the headlights. I was like, oh, I had to tell my husband, um... Guess what your mom's done? (laughs) Nobody wants to think of their parents having sex or being kinky and especially doing it in public places on the beach. No, 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 no. (laughs) Number three, lift her up. The best public place I've done it is in a lift. We were at a hotel heading to our room and before we got in, we were already making out in the lift. I think we call this elevator here in uh, the U.S., right? I did see a security cam there, But that just got me more excited. (laughs) The name is Ritika, age 33. Number four, in sickness and in health. Okay, I am not too proud of this, but I've done it on a hospital bed when I was visiting my boyfriend who'd injured himself. While he was recovering, he was admitted, and one of the nights while I was staying with him, we somehow managed to do it. He was drugged as fuck, but it was still the best sex I've ever had. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine being the nurse walking in on that one? Um, and the name is Priyanka, 27. And it, it sounds like, I mean, obviously these are from another country, but still I felt this was another country than the U.S., I guess, from where I'm at. So these names are challenging for me. Okay, number five, baby when the lights go out. This one time, my guy and I were at this public park, one of the biggest in the city, and we decided to spend the night there by hiding when the sun sets so that the guards wouldn't be able to locate us. We We did just that and had the most thrilling night of our lives. 
The unimaginable places you can do in a park are countless. Priya, 26. Number six, Freudian dreams do come true. I definitely don't want to be judged for this, but recently my boy and I found ourselves doing it on my parents' bed, and it was every bit of spectacular. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Kitaki, 35. Yeah. Um, if my kids, they're all, they're both grown, did it on my bed, I don't want to know about it. I do not want to know about it. Okay, number seven, for the water babies. I've done it in a swimming pool of a hotel at night. Both of us were skinny dipping, and obviously one thing led to another. It's tiresome, but absolutely worth it. Kashish, 30. Number eight, you null sex. You, and then there's apostrophe around N, and then L sex. I'm sure everyone's done it in a public loo bathroom. This one was at a bar and the loos were in the same place. So we totally went at it. A couple of drinks down. Malika, age 28. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's been a lot of hookups in public bathrooms and bars. Uh, I could see that. Especially, you know, you got alcohol involved and inhibitions and, you know, you're turned on and yeah. Okay, number nine, dots and balls. Hmm. We were at a friend's party and he had a pool table. I just met the guy and we got talking and shortly we were on his pool table tearing each other's clothes apart. <laughs> oh, geez. Silkanya, age 28. Number 10, daytime matinee. I remember we used to bunk college a lot and go for these movies that played during the afternoon. I'm wondering if that bunk must mean skip here, like skip college. There used to be barely any people in the hall. Mm, I would say movie theater. Best place to make out, I think. I'm sure you'll catch these movies playing every day if anyone wants to give this a try. So I don't know. <laughs> I remember doing that as a teenager in the theater, making out. But I wasn't doing that. Um, Radhika, age 29. Number 11. I like it clean. Um, I've done it in the shower and it's really something. Get your man into the shower with you and you'll know what I'm talking about. Pallavi, 25. Pallavi, I don't know. And number 12. It's called a streety. We were walking on a busy street in the city, and I don't know what came over us. We found a bend and started making out there in broad daylight. Making out then transcended to something else completely. Shirabi, age 34. <laughs> there are numerous other places you can practice some safe sex other than your bed. No kidding. My favorite is on while a trek in the middle of a jungle. But then again, whatever floats your boat. So why don't you, for the sake of an experiment, get out of your comfort zone and try some new exciting places to get it on with your girl or boy. With her consent, of course. Or his. I thought those were funny. You know, just funny. But, of course, I never stop there, right? We are going to talk about 
people who listened to the show who had sent in their information about where they did it. And some of these people I know personally from high school or family or even the guy that I'm seeing now. And I will disclose mine. <laughs> oh my God. At the end of the at the end of the uh, episode here. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> I'm still laughing just because some of these things are just nuts. Okay, here we go. My odd places are side of a house in the grass in a residential neighborhood and once at a church bazaar. But that was more a Catholic girl teaching me how things work. A church bazaar. So my question would be, where were you? Under the tables or... Uh, in the basement and a Catholic girl teaching you how things were. <laughs> that was great. This one, it says, in a car at 2 a.m. to a beautiful 50-year-old brunette when I was only 27. Whoa. Okay, this one. So, behind a slide, passenger seat of my old car and in my garden. Great. <laughs> this one just simply says, a car. Uh, this one, in college, on the steps of the liberal arts building after hours uh, with the girlfriend at the time. And then he said, these should be good. <laughs> Let's see. In a tent from behind with people around. Yeah, he kind of got a little quiet because, you know, there's no insulation in tents. You hear inside and outside like they're right next to you. Okay, driving down the interstate and she was straddling me and riding me. Now I could see that, you know, if the guy's tall enough to look over and be able to still keep on the road, but it kind of reminds me of the movie Parenthood when um, Gil was feeling a little uptight and his wife said, you feeling uptight now, honey? And he's like, yeah. And she looks at him because she had learned this from her sister-in-law. And the next scene is a police officer standing next to them and their van, which had been crashed. And uh, the cop comes up and says, so how did this happen? And Gil looks at his wife and says, show him, honey. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Once you figure out what attributes to the act of sex, the strangeness Strangeness of the location becomes a moot point. Do you have any ham samples you'd like to share? Strange places, lots. But what is strange to some is typical to thrill seekers. Okay. The mystery section of Powell's. So Powell's is a bookstore in the Portland area. It's a used and new bookstore. I don't know. I think there may be one up in Seattle, but it's definitely a West Coast Portland thing for sure at least that I know of um, and this gentleman who shared this is actually a fellow podcaster and doesn't live on the west coast now but when he wrote that I knew what he was talking about I thought it was funny and he may even be listening now you know who you are okay this one Mexico in the pool with other people around you got to wonder how many times you were innocently swimming by some couple when you were a kid not even realizing it la 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 and somebody was screwing just as you were passing them ah okay all right here's this one in a public building entryway she wore a skirt no underwear she leaned against the wall with her ass out 
Her skirt rested above us and bounced. We kept checking the front door as best as we could. Yeah. And I know who this person... <laughs> I know this person very well. <laughs> oh my God. And he does not listen to the show. But he was willing to contribute. Let's see here. I got a great blowjob while hiking along the gorge. An amazing view both near and far. The way she said sit down, told me what I hoped was to follow, and it did. Oh, and there was this girl I ate out while hiking as she climbed up and sat on a mossy tree limb and lifted her skirt. She almost fell off backwards. Then there was this girl looking out of an apartment window midday as I fucked her from behind as she smiled to the people walking by. Those were all from the same guy. And I must say, the last one, I think a lot of us are probably guilty of doing something like that. <laughs> oh, but I plead the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, he said one more. Uh, outside the river, no, outside uh, the Riverside restaurant back in the day, there was a bench facing the river. She sat, lifted her dress. She left the bench and my face wet. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the bystanders. What the hell's all over that guy's face? <laughs> okay, this one here. Strangest place I've had sex? Hmm. Bathroom at a rehab center. But I have had sex in places that aren't strange but dicey. Like the steam room at a health club or public campground on a picnic table. Or a parking lot at a grocery store in a car. Or in the front yard at two in the morning. Those kinds of places. <laughs> this one here. Inside an abandoned air handler at a power plant. What the heck? <laughs> and this one. And I know who sent this one in as well. I've known her the majority of my life. Front passenger seat of my car, which was a little Geo Metro on a back road on the way home from the beach. Okay, people who are in their 40s and 50s, y'all remember the Geo Metro? It was tiny like the Volkswagen Rabbit, but not as small as those smart cars nowadays. <laughs> but still, oh my God. Okay. Well, we were doing it on a beach when we got caught. The security guard from the hotel we were staying at caught us. And I don't remember anything else after that because all I know is I jumped up so fast and got out of there. She laughed and just left with me. Yeah, that is <laughs> the guy that I'm seeing now. He shared that one with me. Yeah, the birthday boy. Oh my God. Okay. Then there's this one. Well, it's a toss up between the parking lot of Magic Mountain or the swimming pool at uh, Vallarta Torre. So this next one a person put on and then somebody commented on it. So it says, on a horse in the rain. And the person commented, damn, I used to do rodeo and I hadn't heard that one. And the person went back, well, we were spontaneous. Besides, we were all on our own and figured it would be a great story. Yeah, that is great. All right. And this one, let's see here. Um, I think this one is, is, he had sent it in earlier. 
Um, but didn't, but this is in addition to, so he said, I lost my virginity in 87 in a Ford Mustang in a sort of shopping center after hours and got caught by a security guard. Um, he said also the steps of the liberal arts building, it was night and there were classes going on, but no one saw us BJ that time. This is a funny one. Supply shed at work during a busy third shift. Yeah, you kind of got to watch out when you're uh, Home Depot or Lowe's at any time of the day. You never know what you might walk into when you are looking in the sheds out there. And I have actually heard of people doing that. My my husband, um, one of his co-workers would say he'd go over um, during break and get it on with a chick in those things at the Home Depot across the way from where he worked. So... Yeah, might not want your kids to go in first. You may want to check it out first. Just a, just a thought. Uh, let's see here. Oh my God, walk-in beer cooler at a store. I have two comments on that one. The first one being, don't men struggle when it's super cold to get it up because their uh, penis wants to hide because it's cold? <laughs> I was trying to be nicer and say and say their dick is hiding. Um, and then also, just a, another suggestion for people. Make sure you wash the top of your beer cans next time you do grab your beer outside of, the, if it's a six-pack, and out of a walk-in cooler. Because you may not know what have actually taken place on top of it. We, You know, it's funny. I even have a Coke Zero right in front of me here. And I'm going to pop it open and drink it. How many of us really, really wash the top of these cans? I don't. Didn't even think about it until just now, thanks to this sexcapade. (laughs) These are fun. I'm sorry. I think these are hilarious. We have just a little bit more to go here. Hayloft. All I can think on that one is itchy. I think that would run up there again. Well, I mean, I guess if you have a blanket, but you know how hay can be or straw, you know, that stuff can be rigid and pokey. Girls, be on top on that one. Let the guy get it. (laughs) All right. So this person um, sent me uh, a nice list um, just of these different places. I love it. At work, numerous fairly public spots on my former college campus, but was never caught. At my lover's workplace, on the beach, numerous back alleys. Numerous restaurants. When I was younger, at my lover's house, including while his family was at home, on numerous occasions in places such as the living room, kitchen, and of course his bedroom, which didn't have a door during that time period, just a curtain. But we were never caught. And public transport, but limited to oral and foreplay. Da 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 da. Ooh, she's she's on it. No pun intended. I meant, you know, she's she knows how to get that done. Not getting caught. I'm digging myself into a hole. Okay, next. From a gal. I'm in the Mile High Club. <laughs> also, a wave pool at an amusement park and a moving train in Italy. Some people collect postcards. I collect places. I love it. That's great. (laughs) 
Before my ex-husband and I got married, we were both 18 and still living at home. We had to find unique places to have sex. Ours was the upstairs of a spec home, new construction, still wood and frame. We both had splinters in our asses. <laughs> then with my current husband, we ended up having sex at a local fire station in the shower room. Neither of us worked there. We were just visiting some of his old friends. <laughs> oh my God. Oh boy. <laughs> and then the last one says, Captain D's kitchen or maybe Hobby Lobby parking lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, thank you guys so much for sending these in and uh, being open about it. Of course, everybody's always anonymous, um, but some of these are funny. Um, oh, yeah, I guess that we are towards the end of the episode, so I must reveal. Okay, so I was in high school and had sex in a pioneer old-time cemetery. I mean, people who had died 100 years before I was born. And it wasn't a very well-kept cemetery at the time. It was overgrown and, and everything like that. Uh, I was in high school. No respect for the dead, I guess. But, oh my gosh. Don't judge me. <laughs> Thanks again so much. If you uh, have thoughts on sex toys I'm still pulling information on sex toys um, also one other one that I'm going to be starting off with is or well discussing is military situations with infidelity um, if you were in the military or you were a military spouse um, I would love to get some short stories for an episode about what happened it doesn't have to be the full long story but i just want because it just seems and the gentleman that i'm seeing like i said he's been a retired marine um and he was in situations where the men would deploy um he he didn't know these men so they weren't his friends but the wives were left behind and he was doing other things and he would he's and he'll talk about it at some point on my show um they'd want to hook up with him and he would and he'd have short relationships not like a one-time thing but with these women who are married to military so what i'm looking for are those people men and women who had been deployed and you were in another country or in situations did you cheat and for the spouses who were left behind did you cheat um i want to know why silly question i know what happened just a quick synopsis of what happened um, if you got caught or where things are now, or if you would do it again. So instead of it being the full story, I just, like I said, I want to have a bunch of little short stories in regards to military and infidelity. And I know there are a lot of military people and it doesn't have to be U.S. military. I mean, if you're listening to this in, um, Europe somewhere or South America or whatever, you know, I want to know. So shoot me an email, Rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope this podcast has been helpful to you. And if you are interested in sharing your story, always know it is anonymous. You can visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on Story Guides. And there you will find an outline to help you form your story for the podcast.
While you're visiting my website, feel free to vote for me to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. Visit the merch store in case you're interested in some no-judgment coffee mugs or a tote bag. If you are interested in subscribing to Patreon for those extra episodes and my bloopers, you can also subscribe directly from my website by clicking on Patreon. Also, if you could please rate and review me where you listen to your podcasts, especially on Apple, that would be great, as it will help others find this show. Feel free to email me anytime at rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Thank you again for all of your support. Please be kind to one another, stay well, stay happy, and always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.